Hey, Eileen here. I wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. And if you'd like a free case study on how you can do a million dollar day, head on over to onemilliondollarday.com to grab your free case study and toolkit for how you can do a million dollar day using virtual events. Let's dive in to today's episode. What's up, friend? Hope you're doing so good. I am coming at you from Boise, Idaho this morning. And in today's podcast episode, I want to talk about takeaways from speaking at FHL. I want to talk about takeaways from being um, at this Category Kings event, which is one of Russell's inner circles. I have some incredible stuff I just want to share with you. And I just want to also be vulnerable, share some things that really like um, I, I haven't really shared before, <laughs> probably with anyone. So I'm just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Glad you're here. Glad you're a part of this journey. Hey, wherever you are, I just want to encourage you that you're probably doing better than you think you're doing. I know like when I was getting started and even in, you know, I don't know, just building my business, I, you can often look at like, wow, how far, like far you have to go. But it is amazing to think about all of the correct behaviors, habits, actions, things you're doing that make you uncomfortable, things that are doing, making you feel scared. One of those things I know for me was um, even just like receiving the invitation to speak at FHL. Like, you know, everything we ever want is on the other side of feeling uncomfortable. So I just want to encourage you, you're doing better than you think you are. You're going farther than you think you are. Like, so cool. So let me just give you guys a quick recap. I don't know if you guys know this, but when Russell asked um, me to speak at FHL, it was like totally out of the blue. And I got a message in my Facebook Messenger, and I thought it was like a chat bot. You know how like automated marketing messages? And then I got like a, another message from a friend, um, part of his team is like, hey, you need to check your messenger. Russell just messaged you. And I was like, wait, Russell Brunson, like the physical real person? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I checked it and he said, hey, can I ask your advice on something? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, Russell, 100%. And, um, and then he said, cool, I'll like, you know, I'll contact you tomorrow. So I was like so nervous the whole day. Like I actually stood in the back of the room at Myron Golden's mastermind and I was like sitting next to Dan Henry for a while. And then I got too nervous. I had to stand in the back. I was like, I don't know. Russell said he might contact me. So I was like a little nervous schoolgirl. Like I was in junior high holding my phone in the back, like, like nervous. He was going to call like at any second. I was like, so I had no idea what was going on. And I was like, but anyway, he wound up calling, invited me to FHL. I was so nervous on the call. Like and then the internet went out and then like I thought I lost them and it was like so it was just a whole rush of emotions but that whole thing being invited to ask to speak was just I felt so honored so privileged FHL to me was life-changing in the story of my own entrepreneurial journey it changed everything for me I, you know I was a pastor like before that time I kind of switched my career I went all in um, at FHL so it just it was very meaningful to me and kind of fast forward to that I um because of how much respect I have for the event and for the audience and for Russell, I just prepared like more than I normally would. Real talk, I normally wing many things, but I just do. I cannot, I can't wing this. And Myron also was teaching me just the power of how good your content has to be, that nothing sells better, nothing, you know, converts people more than having potent content. And I just really took that to heart and even was just kind of nervous, like, am I doing it right? Am I preparing my content right? But I learned a few things I wanted to share with you guys inside this podcast episode that really just started, like, took my presentation to the next level. So I wanted to share some of that as well in here. But 
I prepared, I prepared, I prepared. I was like practicing. I'm like, you practice, 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 practice. But it was so cool, you guys, because I actually got to the point where I really felt, I could feel how powerful it was going to be. And I started imagining the audience getting enormous, like epiphanies as I was speaking, like breakthroughs after breakthroughs after breakthroughs. I could just see it. And I even got this like kind of impression to make this like magazine to give everybody And I was like, I even pictured as they were going through the magazine, I'm just like light bulbs going off, like new ideas for high ticket offers, raising their prices, like just so much insight and so much instant mental conversion to the idea that high ticket is the fastest way to, you know, have income and impact. So I just felt like I got this anticipatory excitement and it was overriding my nerves. So when people would say, hey, are you nervous? I'd say, no, you know, I am so excited. I'm so excited. And I learned from Mel Robbins in the five second rule, which is a fabulous book that if you just tell your mind and your body that all the sensation that you're feeling is excitement, it can give a logical reason for your mind to relax. Like this is what I am feeling. So that's another power tip for you is if you ever feel nervous, just be like, you know, you know what it is? Like I'm excited. I am so excited. And in the study in her book, she said, if somebody says it like a hundred times or even more, like they'll rewire their mind and start to feel because they, they, they said that fear and excitement feel the same in the body. But if you tell your mind like, oh, this is what this, this is excitement. So when people would ask like, hey, are you nervous? I just like, no, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And, and I really, I really anchored that in my body. So the morning before the presentation, and oh my gosh, Russell's team is like so banana pants, awesome sauce, like Miles, the event coordinator, like there was like this bobblehead in my room and like a, just all this cool stuff. It was like so amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? The morning of the presentation, I woke up and just had a lot of sensation in my body. It was a lot of, ex- like, I think it was just a lot of, a lot of excitement in my body. So I even just like was walking around practicing and found like I, I had, I heard that when you're preparing for sp- to speak, it can feel like a, a strong fight or flight mechanism inside your body, which is actually why some people shake on stage because uh, their body, this, the energy in their body is wanting to make them bolt and run. There's a lot of power that goes to the legs in fight or flight, um, but that's what's happening. So anyway, I was walking around the room, I guess in fight or flight or something. And I remember when I got for my sound check, I saw like Russell on the backstage and I was like, whew, I said, I'm feeling all the things. I'm feeling all the feelings. <laughs> he said, oh, I felt those feelings before. And I was like, oh, man, yes, you have. Like, holy cow. Speaking at 10X Con with 100 million people. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so there's just a lot of sensation. But um, yeah, so so I go back to my room. I had, you know, hair and makeup done. So fun. I came back and I just had this, like, sense of calm. And I got backstage and Todd was there and we were jamming on ClickFunnels 2.0, which is so crazy cool. And anyway, then it was time. So they brought me back before this LED like wall. It's like a wall. You stand behind this wall and then there's a guy right there who's going to like throw his hand down until you go, almost like you're a horse getting out of the gate. And the wall like splits and then there's like smoke and music and all this stuff. So then it was time. So they, you hear the music and then then the walls start opening and they don't want you to walk to shit. And then the guy throws his hand down and that's when you go. And it was just the most, like, it felt like jumping out of an airplane. Just like 
this is so exciting. This is so fun. I kind of felt like I was like at Disney. It was like this, like I'm at Disney World, like this type of like excitement. And it was just so cool. It was so cool. And I could hear like my friends yelling and my family yelling and it just felt like family. Like FHL just feels like family. So it felt safe, you know, it feels like, oh man, this is going to be so much fun. And then I just like literally had the time of my life up on that platform. Like I felt like I was flying and, and in fact did lose track of the time. So some time clock going down, I looked down, I had like one or two minutes left and I was like, oh my gosh. And I was taught never go over time. So that's what I did. I like flew through the bottom of my slides and just landed my last line and that was it. And, um, I got off, like, you know, came backstage and just felt like so fulfilled, so happy. I felt like I crushed it. It was like such a great feeling. And Russell and Todd were there and they were like, oh my gosh, like Russell was like, I got so many chills. And it was just like, and then we started jamming on W. Clement Stone and some, you know, Napoleon Hill and some stuff people I quoted. And he was deep into studying that at the time. And it was just like the most exciting, fun things. I hope everyone has this experience (laughs) because it was just so so fun but I just want to encourage you if you ever have any nervousness and you know I was so shy growing up and just it felt like I was having an out-of-body experience and I read the book Alter Ego as well before I was speaking and it's just so cool to think about the potential that we all have as speakers and even like new levels of performance and especially as a speaker like getting the audience engaged and fired up and People were jumping on their chairs and making signs like when I was speaking and I was just like, this is literally the coolest craft and I want to be a student for life. So some takeaways are everything you want is on the other side of being uncomfortable. Channel fear into just excitement in your body and I'll just allow yourself to dream and think how powerful this is going to be. Somebody came up to me in the lobby and said, again, they said, like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And I was like, you know what? and I learned this from my pastor Joel, uh, pastor Joel Osteen, um, he said that your self-talk before you get up as a speaker is extremely important. So you never want to tell yourself in your mind, oh, I don't know if I have what I have to say is any good. He says before he gets up and kind of mounts the platform in any arena, including like large baseball stadiums, he says, you know, these people came and they are ex- like, they came to hear me talk and they need what I have. This is going to be helpful, encouraging life-changing. This is going to change someone's life. They need this content. So when I was encountered this friend in the lobby, I said, you know, there's so many people here that are undercharging for their services. And I know that when I get up there and start talking about high ticket, they are going, they need this information. They need to go faster. They need speed. They need to believe in what they have. They need to like up level and up their prices. And I believe that's going to happen when I get up there and talk. So I just want to encourage you, like, anchor yourself in the fact that you know what you know and you don't think your superpower is that super, but other people need the content that you have and other people need how you say it. So let those be the thoughts that are going through your minds before you take the platform. I encourage you, your best days are yet to come, your best platforms you haven't even thought about speaking on are being prepared for you. God's aligning the right people and the right opportunities and the right event dates, the right event. People are talking about you in rooms that you don't even know about. Isn't that awesome? 
God's so good. I appreciate you. I love you. Can't wait for the next episode. I'm going to do a part two on this. Talk about some kiss. Oh, so cool. We're learning in Category Kings. I can't wait to tell you about it. And uh, best is yet to come. See you on the next episode. Hey, Eileen here. Just wanted to say thanks for listening today. We know there's a lot of podcasts out there and you took time out of your day to dive into today's episode. So thank you so much. I also wanted to let you know if you'd like to learn how to do a $1 million day, head on over to onemilliondollarday.com and grab our free case study, swipe files. You can see our event agendas in there, a bunch of cool stuff. We want to see you crush a million dollar day. Remember, the world needs what you alone have to offer. We'll see you on the next episode.